if you place your importance on this, which is like appreciation, love, you know, it's like that, that is, that is enough. There's enough of that in everybody's life right now if they just took the time to look. What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned in to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast, the number one place for millennials to develop their mindset and begin to unlock their full potential. This is your weekly no-bullshit dose of positivity and action steps to take to change your life. Let's get it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast. I'm Miroslava, and today I have Jesse Santana with me, aka Resurface, who is an artist from Aurora, Colorado, and has been navigating the local music scene for some time now. The purpose of our podcast is to teach you something new, provide a new way of viewing life, and letting you know that other people may be dealing with or have dealt with a similar situation as you. In late April of last year, Jesse was diagnosed with leukemia, and he wants to tell his story so that others in a similar position might not feel alone and have a different or same perspective as him. So, Jesse, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you being here. I appreciate the invitation. Definitely, definitely. So, I want to talk a little bit about your music first, because you've been doing music for how long now? I first started trying to make music when I was a sophomore in high school, so I think that's six years now. Six, six years of of just like experimenting and seeing what I can make, you know. And where does the name Resurface come from? I think, well, there was a time where I was just putting out music under my own name, like Jesse Santana, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I figured I probably need an artist name because I sometimes don't feel like myself maybe when I'm making music or I feel like like it comes from a different side of me you know what i'm saying like a more spiritual right. side or something that uh-huh. i tap into so i feel like i needed a name for that thing that i was tapping into and so resurface was it came about in a time where i felt like rap specifically was kind of trash <laughs> to put it i guess bluntly um yeah there's just a lack of storytelling a lack of actual substance and songs that i was hearing on like mainstream radio especially when it came to rap and i love hip-hop so resurface was kind of like if I could do this and I could do it the way I want, then I'll put a new finish on this kind of thing that I love that's, that's kind of falling apart in terms of like the rap industry, you know what I mean? Like the music scene. Definitely. Um, by resurface, I just wanted to change it and make it better. Yeah. So. On your Spotify bio, it says mm-hmm. something like you greatly care about the lyrics. And yes. I think sometimes aspect. too much because like sometimes... I've heard while I've been trying to make music that sometimes you don't always need to have words that mean everything to somebody. You know, you could just have a song that's fun. No, uh, I a like lot that of time. though. Yeah. <laughs> because let's say someone like J. Cole, that's that's yeah. something that he does. And that's probably one of my favorite rappers. Oh, definitely. Me too. I love J. Cole. And it's because the storytelling is so good. And every time you're listening to it, you hear what he's feeling. And I yes. think that's the thing about especially J. Cole. I think he's one of the best. And he's definitely one of my inspirations too. So. I hear you on that one. So what is something that you want your listeners to feel or think about when they're listening to your music? I would just love for them to understand that we all go through things. And even though a lot of the times as human beings, we feel like there's such different things and that maybe nobody else can understand them. There's a lot of mutualism 
in it. Like we experience the same things in different ways. Like everybody's Mm -hmm. experienced a first heartbreak and you could definitely go back and say like, oh, I've, you didn't experience what I experienced because my heartbreak was like this. But in reality, we all feel the same pain, like of that person that we thought was always going to be there or something like not being there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just want people to understand that when I make music, I'm trying to make it broad enough for everybody to understand and also feel because I want them to feel it. And I want them to feel what I felt when I wrote that song. That's my biggest thing. I don't, I don't want to say something that I don't feel like I've experienced. I don't want to say something that I haven't done. In reality, I just want to tell like the story through a song. And you think a lot of your inspiration came from, you know, you're, you dealing with your own mental health Yeah. and it's almost like an avenue for that. Definitely a hundred percent. It's like, um, sometimes in my family, I feel like I'm maybe the, like the calmest one. So I don't speak as much as I want to speak, you know, Mm -hmm. like I don't get out what I need to get out sometimes. And so making music was always the way that I could just, nobody could hear it. Nobody could tell me what I was doing was right or wrong or like anything. I could just go do it myself. And I remember when I first started making music, you know, everybody goes through the struggle. If, if you're trying to be an artist, you have mm-hmm. to do a studio time and like trying to figure out how to do it. But I learned to play piano first when I was in maybe like eighth grade or something. And so I loved music first before I loved rap. And then as I evolved into loving rap, I took that music with me. Music and the words together create this feeling of a song that like an atmosphere that you can't, you can't replicate. And I just, I just want to do that. And um, the way that I could get my headspace, I guess, out onto something or just like express it was through music. So I definitely, do you recommend any other avenue of providing a relief for mental health? I think talking is the best way. I mean, honestly, like, As I've come to find out in life, no matter what's going on, I could write a song and put every single emotion that I have in the world on that song. But at the same time, if I don't get that song to somebody or I don't feel like somebody understands me a little better because Mm -hmm. of the fact that I made that, then it's still kind of, you know, me. It's still kind of inside of me and didn't go anywhere. Yeah. If you talk to somebody, it's not just inside of you anymore. It's out there and you actually build that trust and that connection that like they know where I'm coming from now. And so I think that's the best way to do it is talking, honestly, like whoever you need to talk to, there's all kinds of therapeutic ways to talk. But like, I think that's the best way to do it is communication. Yeah, I recently, I think it was on a podcast where I heard this, but they were talking about how it's not just letting out everything, right? Like if you're pissed off and it's almost like you're whining about something, so you could either do that. But the real thing is talking to someone and when you let go of everything, it's it's literally letting it go. It so is, you, so yeah. you say it, and in your head, you're letting it go. And you, you feel the burden fall down a little bit, like, or, you know, like, the the weight you're carrying on you. When you let it go, it's not just, like you said, letting it go out into the open, like, blabbing about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're literally dropping this, this kind of pain that you've been carrying by yourself because you actually, yep. yeah, you got to speak to somebody else about it. I definitely understand that. So you've been dealing with mental health. Mm-hmm. previously and you yes. recently get diagnosed with leukemia yeah tell me a little bit about that and kind of where you're at mentally well i think in my life i've had the pleasure of like or not the pleasure but like i i haven't really been too sad you know what i mean like i haven't had to do with super bad mental health issues before and i know i've had a lot of friends who have and i've always tried to help them and like talk to them about it so i guess i understand that perspective a little bit mm-hmm. But I've, I've been fortunate enough in my life to be like a pretty happy person. 
last year I went through like this breakup, whatever made me sad. And it kind of gave me that depressing feeling that I've never really felt before, you know, like where you just want to stay in bed and you want to not talk to anybody and you just want to get through life and you feel like you're kind of floating. You don't feel like you're going through the motion. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Around that same time is when like the cancer diagnosis happened. And I think all in all, it just made me realize that like maybe life isn't that serious you know like life is a beautiful thing and we should appreciate it and sometimes when you take it super seriously and you don't get it out and you don't feel like you're expressing yourself you don't feel like you're living then it's problematic and so I think in a way the diagnosis like helped me in my mental health because it made me stop and think and realize you have a life like live it you know what I'm saying yeah and so that's that's what I felt and I remember there was this one specific day it was in the hospital and I, I had been in this one hospital where I first got diagnosed and then they moved me to a second one. And when I got to the second room, I was mad because they didn't have the same kind of amenities, I guess, in the first room. And I was kind of being, to be honest, I was being a baby. I was, <laughs> I, I was being prissy. I was throwing like a little bit of a tantrum. And I remember I had this super nice nurse and her name was Caitlin and she was, she was trying to do like anything she could to help me. And I was just being rude because I was mad. Like I was mad at life. I was mad about cancer. I was mad about like the breakup. I was mad about everything, whatever. And I remember there was this one chair and I thought to myself from the first room, there's this one chair. And every time I sat in it, like I was comfortable because I wasn't comfortable before. And she found like she, this nurse that I talked to about it, she went and found the same chair in this hospital and brought it back to my room. And like that, that moment made me realize like you have to stop and just understand that like life is just life is what it is you know what yeah. i'm saying so that was a day where i was like negative 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 and that little bit just showed me that you could find positivity in anything because that was cool i was like wow i don't know how you did this and you're the mm-hmm. coolest and i'm so sorry for being rude to you and it just like flipped my perspective that day and since then has your mindset just completely changed or or are you still <sighs> dealing with things and and if you are how mm-hmm. are you handling that well i mean there's some days like chemotherapy sucks and like i i'm not the only one who who i've known who's gone through this like i know other people who are who got like cancer even younger than me who i went to high school with mm-hmm. and um and they dealt with it and they got through it you know and it's 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 taxing on the mind sometimes because sometimes your body just doesn't work like you're right. just tired all day or something or you're just sick all day sometimes that can make that negative mindset you know what i'm saying because you just feel bad for yourself and i think feeling bad for yourself I think it's not the way to go because if you're feeling bad for yourself constantly, then how are you helping yourself get better? You know, you have to try to improve. You have to try to do better. So when I get down on myself, I try to just think about things that make me happy and think about things that I'm appreciative for because there's always something to be happy for, you know, your family, your, your, your pets, even if it's only as simple as that, like Mm -hmm. there's always something to be positive about for sure. Yeah. I think gratitude is, is the key to happiness when you're able to find some type of gratitude in your life, which everyone can, no matter what situation they are. Yeah. It really does change perspective, like you were saying. A hundred percent. And has your music changed since your diagnosis? I just ask that That's because a, a lot of artists, when they go through something, it, it's almost like a shift in their music as well and mm-hmm. the way that they manage it or direct it or handle well, their music. One thing that was super... I guess. So I was in the hospital for about like a month straight and it was Mm -hmm. kind of right when COVID hit. So it wasn't like, it wasn't too bad because everybody had to stay inside like all the time. (laughs) So it was like, okay. But I remember thinking 
well, I have the luxury of, um, I started, you know, six years ago and I didn't have anything to record music with. And over that time I've invested in myself and like built up a small little home studio mm -hmm. that I could just make music on and music that I think sounds good enough. So when I didn't have that and I was like stuck in the hospital without that, I was dying to get back to that, dying to get back to like making the beats that like my piano, the, the mic, like everything. I was dying to get back to the process. And so when I left, I think it gave me more motivation to do things that I wanted to do but didn't really feel like I could do. Maybe things I was self-conscious about. Okay. And now I don't really care because, like, why be self-conscious? You, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to mm -hmm. happen in your life. Like, do what you want. So, so you're, you're more fearless in that sense. I think so. And I think the, the new music I'm putting out is a little more, like, something that maybe – I wouldn't have thought that I wanted to before just because I was a little self-conscious about it or I didn't think maybe everybody would like it or whatever. But as you make music, you also realize not everybody likes every song. Yeah. And so people like, like we were talking about, like we love J. Cole. There's people who don't like J. Cole at all. And it's, it's, it's just an interesting concept. You know what I mean? That's definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. How important do you think is having the right people around you um, mm. in situations like this? I think it's m massive. My family really kept me like happy and up when I was in the hospital. They would always bring me food and everything and, and like um, friends would come see me and stuff like that. And not just friends, but people with the right mentality, like people who come to make your life better just because they care about you. And that's it. And right. you, It's nice to know and it's nice to feel like that love, you know, that no matter what happens. And this is this is at a tough time in life, you know, like cancer. And it's just nice to have friends that you could always fall back on. And so I think it's massively important. Like we were talking about talking to people. If you have somebody who could listen to you mm -hmm. and also give you good advice or maybe just be an ear for you just to get your those pesky thoughts that you have in your head out or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like Because that happens a lot is you just want to vent. You just want to have somebody else understand where you're coming from. Like as a human being, you know, we all just want to be understood, I think. Yeah. And so having the right people around you is definitely important. And helping you feel understood. Because if you don't have people who understand you, they're not the right yeah, people, I don't think. Lost. Yeah, and you just don't feel the connection with them. What is a misconception about having cancer, especially at a young age? A misconception? It's kind of like, I don't know. I guess people think that you're kind of more unable than you are. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I could do whatever. Still, like, yeah. most days. And I think that... There's a lot of kind of like feeling bad for somebody or, and in reality, I think, honestly, I, w I wouldn't have picked it, obviously, I don't think, but it also helped me understand things in life that I couldn't have understood if I didn't ever hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like that like, diagnosis. Like, like what? Like. What's an example? Life is a beautiful thing. I remember um, the one thing I did have at the hospital that I loved as I had a, a little ukulele and I like. I knew how to play it before, but I relearned how to play it and I made like new songs on it and stuff. And it mm -hmm. just showed me that this thing that had just been sitting in my corner of my room for the last two years could bring me such happiness. And the only reason it wasn't bringing me such happiness is because I had it. So I didn't appreciate it as much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just helps you appreciate little things like more. I appreciate my family more. I appreciate my friends more. And it's something that maybe people feel bad about. Mm hmm. And I understand why, but at the same time, there, there's a beautiful side of it as well. Yeah, you know, I love yeah. it. I like the idea. I forget where I saw this, but the idea that waking up every day knowing that you're gonna die 
is is powerful and is something that needs to be talked about more and people need to accept it more because it's true you know no matter what you're gonna die at some point whether it's young old and and just knowing that creates the appreciation in life so much more it's it's like when you know you're gonna have to leave a fun place (laughs) (laughs) and the time goes by so fast because you know you're up against the wall because you're appreciating everything but I definitely understand what you're saying versus if you could stay there forever, would you truly appreciate it? Because you always have it. And so if you if you have that mindset, like life is quick, I got to get it while I can get it and I got to do what I can do while I'm here, then you're right. Mm-hmm. I think 100% it gives you that mindset. It's just different. Is there anything in specific you would want to tell someone in a similar situation as you? I've had some interesting conversations with some other people who have cancer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I go to the, the centers and stuff and it's, it's an interesting perspective to be pretty much the youngest there and like see everybody getting treatments and stuff like that. And it, it helps you understand that like one great equalizer in this life is is health, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether you're old, young, like any skin color you are, like a cancer will still get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of interesting to think like we're all just humans. And I, I like that a lot. And um, in terms of somebody who might be in the same situation, I think that you just have to... I understand that like time is always moving and whether it's bad today or bad tomorrow, it's not going to be as bad every single day. And eventually as time keeps going, as it always does, it will be over. <laughs> it's like everything, right? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Like that is any true. kind of pain you're dealing with, eventually it will be over. Which is an interesting concept. Is there anything in specific you have heard recently or read that has changed i guess your mindset i love music so much and like we were talking about like storytellers i really mm-hmm. love storytellers so anytime i hear any anything like that in a in a song i i really like that i think something that i've heard maybe recently um the corday song parables i like that one a lot and i i think it's just because i truly feel his emotion in that song and i feel mm-hmm. what he's talking about and then something maybe i've read is uh the book the alchemist and it's, it's about one of my favorite books yeah it's a great book mm-hmm. And it's just about how if you do things pretty much the right way and you stay on track and you just you believe and you trust that what you are made to do, you will do. And I think that's inspirational because part of the, I guess, mental problems I've had is I've not always been most confident. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty self-conscious person. And so being able to get that inspiration about something like that, you know, like when you feel like you're kind of made to do something, you feel like your your purpose is bigger and you feel like you just have things you want to share with other people and you want to leave a, an impact on this world before you are gone. It's beautiful to hear that, especially through writing that. So when you're performing for mm-hmm. a lot of people, <laughs> how how do you deal with that confidence issue that you're seeing? Well, I've had a lot of um, buildup, I guess. So I, like in third grade, I was in Shakespeare, like little elementary school plays and then I was in like a little middle school one I had a couple high school plays I wrote my own one act and then I I took public speaking in college too Mm -hmm. so it's kind of been building up you know what I mean so it makes me a little less afraid because I have practice but um honestly when I when I get on stage I don't I don't feel like anybody else is there resurface just comes out and yeah it's a different person exactly and I, I just don't feel like anybody's there I'm I I feel the energy and I feel the people and it's almost like I, I can't explain it. I could feel it, but I it's hard for me to ever say like you were there because I don't 
ever remember seeing you because it wasn't you. It was like me by myself almost. You know huh. what I'm saying? It's just a weird feeling. I feel like I'm alone on I've, stage. I've never heard of that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I love going to shows. And honestly, the only thing that I can think about when I'm at a concert is that person's feeling up there. Because when yeah. you think about like a huge concert and all that energy <laughs> and everyone is vibing to the same song and just like oh. that energy has got to be crazy. Like I would love to experience that in some way. Like yeah. that's. That's one of my bucket list items. Well, you got to go that, get it. Definitely. Oh, I am for sure. It's like I'm thinking like a big speaking event or something that Heck I have yeah. to feel that kind of energy that you're describing. Well, it's like when you believe so much that you did the best you could do to make your best product. Mm-hmm. And then you go like, let's say it's, it's a speech you go do. Like if you've prepared for the speech, you have all the credentials, like everything is checked up and you feel like that speech is great. You've practiced it a hundred times. 200 times, 500 times, and then you go deliver it. If you really made it to the best of your abilities, you can't put it out and 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 not expect to just be happy with the results because you did the best you could do, you know? Like, as a person, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. And so, if you truly did what you could do, I, it's a great feeling. And that's, I think, maybe what stage is like. Um, I just feel like I've, I've gone through all these reruns in my head of the same song. I've changed the same song mm-hmm. 400 times. I've listened to it 1,500 times in the car to make sure it's perfect in, like, every way. And then when I'm on the stage, like, this is it. Like, this is my presentation. This is yeah. the best I can do. Everything that you work towards, that's it. Exactly. Like, that I is. can't do any more than I could do. Is there a specific inspiration that you get when you're making music? I think some songs inspire me. So if I hear... Like I said, I love making music first. Like I would, I would say I'm a musician first before a rapper or anything like that because I love playing the piano. So you're creating the beat and the sound first, and then yeah, most of the time mm-hmm. I, I've been lucky enough to like on this new project that's this coming out soon. I've been thankful enough to work with some other people because the first time I tried to do it, I tried to do it all by myself, and that's great and all. You could do that for mm-hmm. sure, but. It's also nice to have the collaboration with other people and, you know, jump off their ideas. Like if somebody, there's this kid named Produced by One um, and he's from India and I I, I got a beat from him because he liked something that I did on Instagram and like his feeling might have been different about it when he wrote it, but the song I put to it, I feel like matches that and hops off that idea. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really cool to like just collaborate with people and a song is just an idea. That's all it is. It's an idea that you do electronically. like, mm-hmm. And I think that's really So when cool. you're able to bring other people, it's it's like various ideas coming yeah, together. Exactly. And that that's something I was sorely missing, I think, in the first, I guess, rendition of me trying to put out music and stuff. Is that I didn't mm-hmm. have enough ideas. I didn't have enough people. I didn't have enough ears. You know, I was trying to just listen myself. And I think it's better with more people. And that's been one of the things I've been super stoked about but in terms of like inspiration maybe a beat will inspire me if i hear a cool beat i'll be like oh i want to make a beat like this because this is super dope so i need to go cook something because i can and then if i hear a really good song like really powerful it makes me want to go write a song that means that much to somebody else you know like if i hear a song and it means that much to me it makes me want to go make something that means that much to somebody else because it's just inspirational like but people people always think, and this is the one thing, is that like superstars and all these these celebrities that we looked up look up to that they started from nothing and like came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But in reality, everybody knows that when you start something, you start small and you have to believe in it. And eventually 
if you're good enough, then you get to that point where you're a celebrity and you get to that point where you're at the top tier. But everybody comes from nothing. So what's the goal? Let's say like in three years, where do you want to take your music? I think the goal is to just make music I'm happy about. That's been my biggest struggle is sometimes I, I don't feel like the quality is where I want it to be because I'm really, really picky. And when it comes mm -hmm. to music, like I am tedious, OCD, I am particular about everything. And so when I get to the point where I put out something and I go, there's not a single sound in that song that I would change. There's not a single word I would do differently. There's nothing like that's when I'll be happy. And I don't care what, like if anybody listens to it, I don't care if it amounts to anything. I don't care if it makes me money. I just like want to leave something that if in 30 years, like I have a kid and they just happen to be going through something and they hear a song that, that like I made and they go, that was a good song. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I want is something that kind of sticks with people. Do you see yourself traveling and playing in different states? Countries? I would love to. I've had the, I've had the pleasure of being able to go to like do a show in LA. I wanted to do a show in Texas, but couldn't quite get out there. Um, I'm hoping to go to Chicago. I have some friends in Chicago that I would love to perform with, that I would love to connect with. I think I think going around and doing that would be awesome. That would be like the ultimate dream um, because then you could not only see, you know, new experiences, but different places. And I think meeting different people from different places gives you insight on more things in life. Mm -hmm. Like if you've seen something I've never seen before and you could tell me about it, even though I've never seen it, I can imagine because of yeah. what you're telling me and you know it just builds onto understanding people more yeah just exposing yourself to exactly yeah i want to be like the best person i could be in terms of understanding other people because i think when you understand other people that's how you understand how to win life definitely you know what i'm saying well i think that's a big problem going on right now when yeah. we talk about politics and all the mess that's going on it's a bunch of people that are misunderstanding each other yeah and that's definitely. where all the negativity and fights and and then when you everything. understand another human being you also understand the ability to communicate and like talk things out mm -hmm. and understand both perspectives you know and be objective and and in that terms like there's no communication there's no trying to come to a common ground there's just kind of conflict and definitely. it's been like that you know in society forever and there's always a side that's pushing towards this peace, like, let's understand each other. Mm -hmm. Let's try to be strong as humans together because we're all the same species. But then there's always, always conflicts that most of the time are kind of meaningless. Not always, but it's, it's, humans are interesting creatures. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we definitely are. Do you think you have done most of your growth in the past few months? Mm -hmm. Or there's been another time in your life that you think was... A really growing moment. I think, um, honestly, it would have to be this last year. It just showed me a lot. It showed me, like I said, I had never dealt with any kind of depression before, but mm -hmm. I would, I would definitely say that I was in a depressed state for a little while, probably about six months, something like that. I never had to deal with anything like hospital wise. You know, I've never like I broke my arm or my co collarbone one time when I was smaller, and that's the only time I've ever even been in a hospital. So it's it's been like. A drastic change of life but i've also found really good things i'm i'm you know i've gotten stronger in terms of like a relationship with my brother and my mom and mm -hmm. my family and stuff you know and i feel like even though the cancer thing was bad it brought us all together as a family because it wasn't just like me dealing with it 
it was everybody dealing with right. it because Everyone you know it's collective you. exactly everybody who cares about you is also dealing with it aunt started to go fund me for me and it was interesting to see how many people like cared enough to like donate me money too because hmm. i was always thinking i didn't i didn't want that personally yeah. but when she started it and it was on Facebook or whatever. It was just crazy to see the, like the outpour of people who the support and- exactly of people who just like believe in me enough to just like throw me a little money because I'm in a tough situation. That's just really cool to me. So I've seen a lot of things that, in my my opinion, were yeah, arboring like the most growth this year. I would have to say. No, I I really appreciate you getting on this episode and kind yeah. of sharing your point of view and and i know a lot of our listeners maybe they're not going through leukemia or cancer but do have some type of mental health issue Mm -hmm. or are just going through something i mean right now due to covid i think everyone is going through something you know it's just a a tough situation for everyone and taking care of mental health is super important Mm -hmm. um learning about yourself surrounding yourself with amazing and and supportive people is super important so i I really appreciate you kind of opening up and and sharing your story yeah you got it and you're you're definitely right like it doesn't have to be cancer or leukemia or like anything i think everybody's struggle is their struggle you know and i don't think there's a magnitude on it i don't think you could say like i'm going through more than somebody else because i have cancer because everybody deals with their own thing and it's it's big to them you know what i'm saying like so it is nice to surround yourself with good people. It's nice to find an outlet, like you were saying. And like music's my outlet. And that's the most therapeutic thing I have in my life. And so if somebody has that therapeutic thing, whether it's writing, you know, like mm-hmm. art, and it doesn't have to be artistic, you, you could you could like Meditation. to do math. Yeah, yeah, like you could do anything as long as sports. you feel like... Exactly. Oh, I love sports too. So <laughs> anytime that you just get that ability to maybe connect. Have you seen Soul? Have no, I haven't it? yet. You it's gotta watch good. Soul. You gotta watch Soul. It's really good. I think um, just based on you know this podcast and like how you guys operate, and the kind of things you guys talk about, it's it's really in line with with that. And so definitely check that out. But it's definitely beautiful to like be alive. I think that's that's also the one thing you should that. surround yourself with people that you like living with. You mm-hmm. should do things that make you happy to live. And I, you're definitely right. So thank you again for letting me be of on this course. podcast. <laughs> Final question is, what does being a hustler mean to you? Being a hustler is being relentless in going after what you're passionate about. And that's, I think, the best way to sum it up. If you're a hustler, you will go get it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling it that day. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with obstacles. It doesn't matter if you're stressed out about it. If you're a hustler, you just go get it and you get on the grind and you do what you got to do to be successful because you're a successful person and you have the mindset and that's that's that no awesome jesse i really appreciate you being on here and to our listeners if you like this episode give us a like share it with a friend or family member that you think would greatly benefit from this episode or just share it on your social media you don't know who's going through something and and could hear this and gain something positive out of it also if you haven't signed up to our daily motivational text messages go to mindsettext.com they're daily texts sent out every morning that will start your morning off pretty amazing so jesse thank you so much and we're actually going to play one of jesse's songs right after this sweet yep (laughs) so tune in we out I feel like I'm falling instead
I've been knocking MCs and causing panic Oppositions like Patrick Swayze, I got him dancing I take that girl around the world and that's all for no advancement Then fuck that girl in a car and a boat like on Titanic uh, I'm too skilled and they know it That's why they feeling emotions that's got them down in the dumps And that's why they pissed and they moaning The same ones missing they moment Because they watching other niggas game But get your controller, I ain't gon' spell it out for you Where I've been burning, they send me back Where I've been working, I give me that I just been living like they ain't tomorrow So everything's magic like penny back I just been hunting, I need me a taste Trying to find me a crib where the banshee's at Thinking and thinking and then overthinking The thinking I did, how you fixing that? I don't know, keep a bad beat, that's on a roll Nigga like butter, I've been on my roll Never fit to tell me where I can and can't go Try to tell me not to work as much as I work Hate to bring it to you, but that's all I know I've been locked in front of first jump Every day I'm in my zone, that's just like I'm bagging them up, they ain't stopping me Ooh, I am too damn unique, they can't copy me Niggas been fuddled cause I'm an anomaly Promise that people probably want no part of me Feel like the goat, whoa, whoa, eh Swimming through issues, I'm getting too deep It's a problem with me, come and find me uh, If you can't do it, I'm bound to get through it Cause I don't need no one beside me uh, People be fucking up, struggling, judging They life by the size of their timepiece Just want the gold and the diamonds Can't take them with when you dying What did you do? Maybe it's all in my head Wanna fly, feel like I'm falling instead Water my leaves in the summertime when that rain don't fall on me. I said, Oh, maybe it's all in my head. Wanna fly, feel like I'm falling instead. Water my leaves in the summertime when that rain don't fall on me. I said, Oh, I've been down, I can't feel it, I can't ever 